Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Kevin, you kind of left us in a tight spot last time. On Critical Hit. Critical Hit. Yeah, you guys uh, definitely get yourselves into some tight spots. Uh, you know, you have no one to blame but yourselves. Really? Well, really? I think we mostly have to blame Talos. Yeah. And Glitch. And, and maybe the, you know, Sabotag company. Yeah. Okay, so there's plenty of there's plenty of blame to go around. If you want to be technical about it, fine. Uh, but yeah, so last time... On Critical Hit. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm still mad um, about you blaming me. You uh, had, uh, due to sabotage, sabotage, you had uh, been uh, delayed in joining the next leg of the Drifters race. Delayed so much, in fact, that all the other competitors finished or were disqualified by the time you arrived. Meaning, you finished last and not were immediately disqualified uh you guys just had uh the the you know massive hollow screens uh that are all you know distributed on these little buoys out in space um blaring this to the galaxy uh mere moments ago um when uh you get an urgent uh you know priority message from a nearby ship and sure enough it's rain and she open, wants to board. Open the radio uh, frequencies. Meanwhile, uh, set all the nukes to destroy our competition. <laughs> Don't think we have nukes. Uh, deploy the gremlins. Let's get some nukes. Um, uh, let's let's not deploy the gremlins just now. Let's see what happened. Hello, rain. Uh, the, the radio response is actually silent. She, the, the indication is a request for boarding immediately. <laughs> She's got to be real pissed at us. Um, allow her to dock. Yeah. Right. Beep, beep. yeah. There's a little shuttle from one of the, uh, like passenger, uh, like massive viewing vessels nearby. And, uh, she must have hopped in it immediately upon your arrival for her to be here so quickly. Uh, and she docks and then suddenly your Lashunta patron uh, is on board and stomping up to the bridge uh, where she just immediately launches into a tirade. I can't believe you. I put everything in this. You were supposed to be here hours ago. We had a head start and everything. We were uh, sabotaged. We uh, our ship nearly got destroyed, and we had to dock for repairs in the uh, diaspora. You think that matters to anyone? No one cares. Well, I'm just explaining to you what happened. I'm pretty pissed off myself. I gotta say, you're pissed off. This was all I had left. This was supposed to make things right. What are we going to do now? And she just um, collapses on uh, one of the nearby chairs. And uh, after a moment, you can, you you know, look her over. Uh, so Rain is older than basically any of you. Um, and she's tough as nails. She's a, you know, a legend in Drifter's 
uh, and pop culture in general. Um, and she's not really that old, you know, she's, she's only, you know, 20 years ago, she was a young hotshot and Lashunta's age comparably to humans. Um, so she's in like her low forties, uh, and she's been successful enough to afford medical coverage for most of her life. Um, but right now she looks rough, like really, really rough. Everybody, uh, go ahead and throw or kick whatever you need to get that out of your system. Uh, let's try and get to work. Quentin. Yeah. I need you to pull up all the information you have, uh, on the bureaucratic side of drifters and see if we can make any sort of appeal to the rules committee, uh, you know, multi-eyed starfish or whatever they have working for that. Access everybody else. Handbook. Yeah. Everybody else start thinking of, uh, other ways in which we can start to get back into this. I'll, I'll hang out with rain for a bit. Can we just uh, like do the circuits and try to, Stay in on the technicality that we weren't eliminated, like we weren't destroyed. That's good. Look that up. See if we can uh, actually just kind of compete it as a time trial. Yeah, if there's like a loser bracket or something like that. Um, Amu, could you like get something for Rain? Also, Rain, it's not a total loss. We found Zem. Zem? Them still alive? Uh, well, actually, no. not anymore. But she was alive when we found her, and we got some info. I don't suppose you speak infernal. No, no. Um, so Hecubino, you're you're over by Rain. Mm-hmm. So um, she is naturally a very handsome Lashunta woman with uh, strong features. Um, so her her haggard look is actually quite striking, as though she was an actress basically like putting on the role of a strung out pastor prime drifter only after sitting with her for a moment, you don't think she's acting at all. Right. No, I, I, I get putting on. Um, do you, are you trained in sense motive? Yeah, actually, regardless, just give me a sense motive check. 17. Yeah. So, um, you note that she's actually broadcasting her emotions slightly in uh, that almost imperceptible way that Lashunta can kind of manipulate the moods of people around her. Um, She's exuding anxiety. Uh, So for the rest of the team, whether you notice her psychic emanations or not, you all feel like you're tottering at the precipice of a void of despair that's about to suck you in. Yeah, I'll I'll try to shield up from that and uh, motion the rest of the team to go find a workstation to to try out their theories. Bob's just going to stay at the controls where he's at and utilize the computer system there. Sure. Um, I'm going to see if there's like a way I could hail Talos. What are you going to tell What are you going to say to him? Oh, just going to chew him out. Cause you know, don't do that. Don't do that yet. All right. Um, Can I t- maybe talk to a team rust dragon. Uh, what are you going to tell them? Uh, that we're, DQ'd and see if they want to, I don't know, if they've got something, like, we might be able to, if we still want to try to keep up with Rain's mission, we might be able to make some deal with them, if they're still in it. 
Yes, talk to Rust Dragon and just see what they say. Sure. Like, right. don't, don't, don't you toss out any ideas? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yet. Um, if if they, oh, should we talk yeah, to I Crystal? Mean, Quentin, Quentin, are you on Crystal? I can be. Yeah, check in with Crystal. See if like you need to. What what the deal is there? Because if right. she actually like you got the official in, you know, be all official. So, yeah. uh, Quentin, speaking of that, um, mm-hmm. your uh, embedded Infosphere connection, and then for everybody else, your data pads and other Infosphere-connected devices are suddenly full of notifications. Um, your fan base is just at that beginning phase of tearing itself apart in recriminations cool. and conspiracy theories. Sure. Um, it, yeah, and Quentin, uh, Crystal Wiles has already sent over the terms of your 20-year unpaid non-compete. <laughs> Other people you know, uh, like Big313 and Ursa and the Trash Weverns are also reaching out to you guys wondering what happened. Uh, Big313 evidently wagered his life savings on you all, so I guess it's indentured servitude forever for him. Right, right. Twist that knife a little harder there, Kevin. Hurtful. So uh, I think I know what uh, Hecubino is doing. I think I know what Vangi is doing. Uh, Quentin, what are, what are you doing exactly? So I just got fired. Uh, yeah, you've technically, your, your, your termination paper, you, you still need to sign all the uh, termination agreements, but yeah. Hmm. All right. I definitely want to tear apart anything in the rule book i'm going to look for the biggest loop of loopholes ever i am going to look for twisted justifications worthy of i don't know certain modern day internet sites i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it up i'm looking for anything and everything dating back to the beginning of drifters in the year 1857 when it was just five guys throwing mumble uh how about Skritic? What are you doing? Uh, largely, I'm just going to be uh, lurking nearby, waiting for any orders and or getting ready to bolt to the nearest uh, escape pod if there's any danger. Cool. And don't forget, if you're near rain, she again, with the, whether you notice it or not, she she increases like the uh, tension in the room. Amu, what are you doing? We all have access to that uh infernal message right yeah i mean nothing yep you do okay i was gonna go start learning infernal if that's an option since we have uh like six languages that i haven't decided on yet neat that seems like a good one to learn bob is going to uh plot out the you know just look at the race course that we that was just run and i'm going to review all of the markers all the twists all the turns and commit everything to memory because I know that there's a way out of this and I want to be uh, planning ahead for when we get to do this race. See if you can get someone else disqualified on a technicality. Yeah, maybe. Or I think there's another thing that we may have up our sleeve that uh, whoever was holding that bottle in their hand. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to memorize the track down to the, the micro millimeter. Oh, neat. It was a really cool track full of inventive stuff that I'm not going to get into at <laughs> all here, but it was super creative and, uh, you know, whoever came up with it, truly a plus work. 
Well, I will uh, shelve this away then for another time. I appreciate the the work that went into this mm-hmm. this uh, leg of the race. Do you need Do you need a, a sling there, Kevin? Because it looked like you really dislocated your arm, patting yourself on the back there. I'm just saying. <laughs> you mean for the race I didn't write? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, no. So, uh, how about Vangi? You are you reaching out to? Uh, the new team, Rust Dragon. Yep. All right. Um, were they, were they in that race? Oh, yes, they were. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'll lead. I'll reach out to Red Iron. Red Iron uh, accepts your um, message with visuals. Um, their ship, uh, the Goliath, is uh, evident. It's like a massive steamwork mess inside uh despite you know obviously having much more advanced technology it looks at like a you know a u-boat from 1910 um and uh it looks like they've taken significant damage uh from from what you can see uh from the visuals he's transmitting and it's all on some sort of like uh, red filter spectrum visuals and he gruffly answers, what? Well, we missed the race. Yeah, I noticed. So, wanted to see what happened. We got run off the track. By who? Brain power. Yep, that's what happened to us. We got sabotaged. Team up to screw over Talos? Yeah, we're in. Well, we're all disqualified anyway, so. Yep. Well, let's figure out where we're on. We're figuring out what we can do to to fix that. If you need any help, you know, if you've got any ideas on your hand, we'll take them. But we're going to try to figure out if we can get back in the race somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody always wants back in the race after they're DQ'd. Good luck with that. What are your plans, then? Repairs. It's always going to be another rebuilding year for Team Rust Dragon. Well, hold tight. Think about it. We'll see what we can do for you. I'll put aside our disagreement for a while to get revenge, though. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Red Iron out. Thank you out. Akibino, back to you. I will try to stabilize Rain. How are you doing so? Uh, I will do it by uh, putting a hand on her shoulder. Um, she's like sitting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's so like, been, like, and by sitting, I mean like collapsed, like all yeah, her the... muscles are loose, and yeah, yeah. So uh, Akibino will basically squat by her. And put a hand on her shoulder and then uh, communicate with her mostly psychically. Um, so as to kind of provide us like a more soothing environment for a naturally psychic person. Uh, I'll convey some of the stuff that we found 
um, basically saying, here's the stuff that we found. At least this investigation can continue, even if we can't get back into the race. I'll also convey uh, not the current state of our fandom, but uh, maybe some previous stuff saying, like, monetarily, we can still milk this. You know, we can make appearances and stuff. Um, and also, you know, we're working on it and we're going to try and find a way to get back into the race. Cool. Why don't you make a diplomacy check? That's the worst out of the three. Uh, but I got a 22. So that's decent. Nicely done. You can give me another sense motive check as well while you're at okay. it. Just to read her. She's also pretty easy to read right now. Um, sure. 18. Great. So um, a couple of things. The, she, she shows interest in the investigation, um, but she's on like the edge of catatonia. She's, she's, she looks really yeah. um, worn thin. Um, so she can follow you when it's something she seems to really care about. Um, or, you know, she, she starts to tune you into like kind of background noise, which isn't the end of the world. But when you're talking about like money, she seems to not care at all and yeah. just go deeper and deeper. Um, so, you know, holding out some faint glimmer of hope seems to be working. Uh, but, uh, she is otherwise going seems to be in the process of like psychologically regressing into herself and just just retreating from the world absolutely yeah i just i just need for her to hang on uh so that she doesn't become completely you know so that she doesn't just completely despair and then we like she actually becomes a hindrance to to her own goals as well um, so I'll just try to keep her hanging on, and I, again, I'm trying to get her stable to where she's not catastrophizing, like, you know, to, to where she's got, like, something, and she's thinking about something else. Um, yeah. Like, You're if just... she's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get her some food, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna make sure that, like, her blood sugar, or whatever the Lushenta equivalent is, is, uh stable and everything like i i'm just going to like i'll like i'll I'll have amu like slap a bracelet on her to like keep track of her vitals because we know that she's you know kind of an addict so she's probably physically not doing great either yep uh amu do you do anything in particular when uh, hikubino brings her over to you or brings you over to her uh, he's just asking me to keep her calm and make sure that she's a. Uh, we tra- we are able to track her. Keep her calm and uh, like physically stable, right? Because she's she's got an addiction, so um, that can like withdrawal or just the the scratches can like wreak havoc on somebody. Uh, we'll actually see if we had. Make up a, a compound that uh, mimics what the uh, addiction gives without causing additional harm and lets the uh, addiction Venom stick methadone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're you. Um, go ahead and give me a life science check. Life or science. medicine? Medicine, actually. That's a good one. 
course, that's a good one. Why wouldn't it be a good one? I mean, I'd hope so. You are the doctor, right? We, we hired you to be a medic, so, I mean... 27. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so, uh, um, Venom sticks are are a huge upper. Um, they stimulate a variety of different glands um, that cause people to, you know, overproduce things like adrenaline. But uh, the the wear and tear that it suffers is noticeable. It leaves it basically turns your nerves into like exposed nerves and it, it uh, you know, repeated use, especially over time, um, can make someone jittery, prone to uh, basically mood disorders and uh, anxiety is is an extremely common side effect. And that's without a a personality profile that also might have a predisposition towards, you know, anxiety or other disorders like it. And, so, also, and also a recent catastrophic event that would trigger that even in somebody who wasn't clinically anxious. Yep, exactly. So you're basically dealing with a, a um, perfect storm type situation on the mental health slash physical health front here. Um, also, Lashunta have a, a weird, because your medicine is so excellent, they have a, an interesting um, uh, feedback loop uh, where uh, mental health issues can quickly turn into physical health issues for them if left unattended. I like see. Her, her physical situation could cascade badly based off of depression and anxiety. Right. As for giving like a... a Stick that you you probably don't want to do anything that's like a venom stick, but you do want something that can maybe like turn off some of the same receptors and things like that just to calm her down. Mm -hmm. Anything else you do with that extra information? Store it away for dealing with Lashunta in the future, uh, mostly. But uh, we will make a, sal a salve that uh, can help soothe all the nerves that I'm assuming are uh, going crazy for her. Uh, we'll our venom sticks uh, basically work like cigarettes or otherwise. Um, yeah, although they can also be just injected. Have we seen her use them? Uh, you saw the telltale signs of venom stick use uh, in one of your previous meetings with her. Like she came in really depressed and then went to the bathroom and came up out like super upbeat and aggressive so, mm -hmm. and yeah. twitchy. Uh, yeah, mostly we're looking for the actual something to simulate her doing them without actively doing them. Absolutely. So you, you're quite good at this because you're just a master of pharmacology in general. So why don't you give me a uh, life science check? Do we know if she's a uh, tough Lashunta or a skinny Lashunta? She is a tough one. Okay. That's good. Oh, nice. Oh, All no. right. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a natural one. I see yep. that, Amu. So you uh, you briefly go down a bad path of uh, things that you think would work um, and don't at all. Fortunately, Hecubino is there to kind of bail you out. So, um, you what 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 type of substance do you administer, and how does it go catastrophically wrong? <laughs> Basically, instead of creating a numbing salve, it's uh 
an icy hot uh, thing. So instead of getting lesser feeling, she's getting all sorts of extra terrible things uh, for raw nerves. And uh, Hecubino, what do you do when when she starts freaking out about the, uh, the patches that I'm always applying to her? Hecubino is going to go into like he he he'll take it for serious. Like he'll actually like take like find something and like stick it in her mouth so she doesn't like bite her tongue while she's freaking out. And like, we'll just straight up like stun her psychically. Days, cool. So with your combined efforts, you can you can help calm her down, and she kind of goes into a, a limp, uh, catatonic state for a bit, where she's paying some attention to the world around her, but she's mostly it. Like the things she's saying are kind of nonsensical, and she doesn't even seem to be really talking to you. Um, she actually seems to be apologizing over and over again. Hmm. Anyway, over to Quentin. Quentin, why don't you give me a computers check as you're going through uh, all the various rules and regulations and also the Drifter's back catalog? I am a computers, you know. That's all I'm saying. However, this is not my best number. Oh, that's a bummer. Coming Yikes. in the clutch. Coming in the clutch, lizard brain. Good. Mm. It says here. Look, we're all under the influence of brain psychic trauma. It's, uh, it's having its its toll. Certainly. Drifters are responsible to report to the producers any situation that might compromise the safety of their contestants or personnel on location, such as infractions or diseases. Ooh. So uh, basically, um, Quentin winds up going down a rabbit hole of legalese, which he's not actually super proficient in. Um, How dare you, sir? (laughs) Um, And well, you you, I mean, unfortunately, it just keeps going. Uh, So Quentin uh, and like he starts maybe muttering to himself just like he did a moment ago. Medical uh, evacuation in season 27 in the midst of a reward challenge. Uh, which doesn't help sugar. anyone or anything as he rolls that natural one on his computer's check. Um, however, it here, it you're not allowed to burn another drifter's hat. Only um, uh, a hat with the drifter's logo on it. Other hats are fine. Mm. Oh, I like slowly like put my my thumb on the side of Quentin and then turn it counterclockwise. Breaking the rules would result in forced expulsion from the game. His volume decreases somewhat. I'm just going to turn him down a little. (laughs) Um, so uh, may face prosecution. um, So Skritik and Bob, you guys have been sitting around like watching this mess. Um, do you do anything at this point? Uh, Anything we can do to help out? Yes. Um, you two uh, look over the... Bob, you've been looking over the course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very well designed. Very and challenging. And did you find any aspect that could have additionally quali- disqualified somebody else? Not at the moment, but... Um... 
I have a feeling that if we were allowed to run this race, I would nail it. Okay, good. Uh, why don't you and Skrita go over it again, see if you can find anything at all that we could use to try and disqualify one of the other teams. Because if we get three disqualifications, they might throw out the race altogether. If... All right. Uh, I'll review the tapes and see if anybody cut corners uh, illegally, if anybody changed any any routes or routes uh, for the other team players that may have been uh, outside of the rules of drifters. Yeah, so at, I'll, I'll speed things up a little bit. Um, you know, a, a few minutes go by. Uh, it, you run your course of, of trying to find loopholes in the contract, Quentin. And, okay. you know, you could, you could hire some uh, lawyers to, to examine it. But, it, it, you know, your gut reaction is that um, basically a, a lawsuit against the company. You're, you're at a huge, huge disadvantage. Um, being independent contractors who already have a contract with a company. Um, and like the rules of drifters are kind of still whatever they say, you know, like they can make it, it's an entertainment program that they can adjust on the fly no matter what. Um, so there, there's no, you're not entitled to anything. Hmm, clearly we need to kill all of them. Um, uh, uh. Bob, so, maybe you could touch base with Red Iron. They could maybe share their logs in exchange for some repair help. Uh, sure. Um, they are, um, I mean, Team Rust Dragon is as amenable as you've ever seen them to, <laughs> to uh, your team. Um, they're still a bit shell-shocked themselves, but they've had a few more minutes to adjust to it than you guys, um, having actually competed in the race. Uh, yeah, they saw it coming. So, uh, yeah, uh, rain settles down. Um, she, she kind of stabilizes and comes to a little bit, but she's still for her very passive. Like normally she's the dominant personality in a room and she seems to be willing to like sit quietly in the back right now. Um, which is something else. That's probably good. So what all do you guys do? I'll uh, get the bottle from Amu and try and ascertain its uh, exact properties. Sure. Why don't you give me a mysticism check? 31. Oh, wow. That's an excellent check. Um, so you think that this was deliberately made uh, specifically by a witch warper, likely Zem. Um mm -hmm to uh, sub out, like alter reality ever so slightly for the people who consume it to basically undo something like a get out of jail free card, but only for um, a, a very specific circumstance, which is basically an agreement or a contract or uh, something like that. It could not undo... It doesn't time travel. It right. just prevents something. It like prevents a binding. Um, now, the, the manifestation of its prevention is it's actually subbing out. You're, you're instantaneously changing universes with yourself from another dimension that is like yourself in all ways, except that you didn't make the agreement, you think. Oh. 
Uh, so it would be a way to maybe, uh, if you made an agreement and you got something from someone, like you could bail out of paying by drinking it and just being like, oh, we actually never get the agreement, but we still get the stuff. Or is it like the agreement itself basically ceases to be retroactively as well? Well, no, the agreement. So one of this is one of those weird things where it's a it's a very probably hard to create uh, item with a very narrow use case because, you know, it doesn't alter anyone's memories. It doesn't alter the actual flow of time. It just subs out you, it, it the, the, the drinker. So mm-hmm. uh, for a contract that is magically enforced, that's incredibly valuable. For a contract that's just enforced by people, you know, if you break it, then you're fired or we send hitmen after you. It has essentially no value. Oh, okay. All right. Good it to looks know. Like it was the work of, uh, it looks very, very challenging to have created this. It just gets around the uh, Eclipse Aura is what you're telling me. Yes. Um, <laughs> it gets around the Eclipse cast ability. Um, you, one person could, depending, you, you think that there's enough in the bottle for about seven doses. Wow. Okay. Hey, Hector, you know, I've gotten maybe an idea. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll type all this out and send it to everyone. Cause I assume that some of them might be interested and some of them don't care at all. And I don't want to like interrupt what everybody's doing. So I'll send all that out in my notes. And I'll go over to where Vangy is. So we could go talk to Talos's parents? Mm-hmm. Because they still don't presumably want him in the race, and the race is only going to get more dangerous going forward. Um, Or maybe we could try to, like, bust up the mind control that Talos has got on some of his people um, and see if we can get him to, like, basically have to forfeit. Because if he has to forfeit then, like, maybe yeah, that's, a slot opens up? Yeah, that's three teams out at once. Yeah. Um, is there any precedent for that sort of thing, Kevin? Not not the individual, like, kicking Talos' butt. Uh, or, or, like, two teams fighting. I mean, like, have they ever lost so many teams that they have to either take one back or open slots for trials? Why don't you and Vangi give me culture checks? And uh, Quentin, you can give me a culture check as well, but it's uh, it's slightly different than theirs. <laughs> Mighty good at that. Ooh, 21. All right. Um, yeah, heck, you know, you remember one episode of uh, Drifters where there was one team that won and they were just like, yep, one team wins. Everybody else disqualified. That's sometimes how it falls on drifters. You never know what you're going to get. Vengi, something you're 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 like, yeah, but wait a minute. You remember watching episodes with Hecubino when you guys were kids and there was weird stuff that happened when you were kids. It doesn't happen anymore as much. But, like, they played with the format a bit, and you can't remember all the details. But there was definitely some weird stuff. Um, she'll say, maybe, maybe, I wonder if they could mess with the format? Or, like, like if we could figure out if we can get them to do a loser round? 
Like they yeah. used to do something weird like that. Yeah, other shows do that. They when somebody charismatic gets booted off, usually due to like audience votes and things like that, or they like the person they're setting up as the heel gets unexpected, like unexpectedly loses a challenge. They'll have like a redemption round where like a bunch of eliminated people plus some new people will go head to head and try to get back in. But I don't remember Drifters ever doing anything like that. Uh, then again, it might have been from one of those seasons that we skipped, you know, because they had the. Um, there was like that year where oh, with the with the strike that was so yeah. worthless when yeah. like the courses Just, were all like. Uh, you remember that time when like they couldn't get any footage of the race, and so they had to like recreate. Yeah, they made it. a virtual simulation. Yeah. It was uh, so, so lame. God. Anyway. Um, maybe we can pitch that to them. Worth a shot. Yeah. Quentin, Hmm. uh, your culture check is actually more about corporate culture, and you know that Xtreme Infosphere Productions is certainly vulnerable to, um, social media, uh, attacks. Basically, if you can, uh, get enough people behind something they're likely to go along with it. Uh, rules be damned. Mm. Um, but you, in order to do that, like, they, they, they need people and corporate people. Like, they need people and credits. Those two things, they'll go along with whatever. Hmm. I will share um, that information. Oh, so, guys, uh, Vengi and uh, Hecubino, um, if you wish, you could start uh, going through some of the um, drifters backlog with, say, Quentin uh, to to because Quentin got a little sidetracked there for a mm-hmm. moment. But you you think that it might be worthwhile to go through it? No, yeah, we'll do that. Take some notes, like check out the forums, try to like you know search around for um, for precedent, and yeah. as, especially if like the fandom is freaking out, like I might even like basically outdoor out brain outsource that to be like you know any ideas how like to see if there's any people who are saying like well in this time like maybe they can get back into the race because probably some theories are bouncing around there too awesome quentin do you do anything in particular i'm going to take the time to anonymously fan the flames of fandom nice I'm, i'm going i'm going to go Boy, I can't use my first initial, can I? Um, I mean, you definitely not acceptable. No, agreed. Uh, but I, I will anonymously through 150 or 60,000 uh, accounts start, you know, protesting. Nice. Drifters fan, to people. 1621. Drifters yeah. fan, 327B. Drifters fan five 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 four four five five. Um, yeah, bounding into drifters, and we're all going to go out and we're going to start complaining. We're going to say how terrible it was. The team lizard brain was hosed. That this is unfair, and that we need to hashtag save the lizard. No, we well, need to. We, we'll so you way. have to scroll through your fandom. Um, which is interesting. Uh, you, you you deal with 
evidently there's a whole bunch of slash fic for every member, every possible configuration. Yeah, the Amus critic is probably the most disturbing. <laughs> I mean, that depends on what you're into. Um, so, uh, but there's this one poster that just posts absolute crazy off the wall nonsense conspiracy theory stuff, except they also post a link to a season 13 episode. Season 13 was a very strange one um, where they did a down card wild card race that was uh, powered by audience voting. And it was based off of the unexpected disqualification of basically some audience favorites. So they made a wild card for that season. Mm. Definitely, you, you, and Hecubino and Vangi all discover that joint. Single signal boost, signal boost, signal boost. Get that yeah. out into the infosphere as quickly as possible. Yeah, we can probably use it. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, try to get a hashtag for it. How about something like? Uh, redemption round. Ooh, I like it. Yep. Hashtag redemption round. Demand the redemption. Uh, I'll uh, I'll touch base with um, uh, Red Iron and uh, Jasmine and Big Three Thirteen and everyone else who's kind of got a got skin in the game. Yep. Yeah. Um, Make sure that they all know to amplify this. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in touch with. Uh, uh, our sponsors. Wait, are, uh, you're going to get in touch with Space Suds? Rain comes to a little bit. I was thinking of it. That and the guy we promised that we'd put him on our uh, armor banners. Well, Baracus? Yeah. They're going to set a bounty for y'all. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Space Suds, breach of contract due to being a no-show. They'll probably try to squeeze whatever credits they can from you in one <laughs> way or another. Oh, boy. Well, this might... Wait to see what kind of uh, enforcement Space Suds sent after us, but yeah, go, what were you saying, Hakubino? Legion of Squeebos. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to um, convince them not to do that and see if we can save them the money on the bounty hunters by just uh, coming back. See if they'd be willing to put their corporate might behind us to get us back into the race because of the unusual situation. Make sure you yeah, show Yeah, like, them we deserve a clean start. I mean, that's, that's mainly what I was hoping for, that they'd be able to you know, basically contract out some bots to... Uh, no offense, of course. To build up our... Uh, our web presence. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll need uh, you'll need backing, corporate backing. Uh, they, we need their marketing resources to to astroturf some outrage on the social sphere sites. We need their credits. That's right. Um, I'll kind of tentatively. Uh, Hand rain a data pad. Rain, do you want to work on some statements? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can work on that. You know, if we could get uh, 
Sheila. She she'd be great at this. Sheila. Yeah. So Sheila is a popular werewolf streamer known for her bursts of indignant outrage that leave her home studio a devastated mess and increase the insurance premiums of her neighbors. Uh, she goes by the handle at like and subscribe. Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. That is really great. That's probably the best joke I've ever heard. I, I really appreciate that. Um, Quick check to see if it's available. <laughs> I I will I will add here that I have my uh, TikTok handle, like my personal TikTok handle, is the is the inferior Loop Guru L O O L O O P Guru. So I appreciate the web werewolf puns. There is somebody on YouTube that already has like and subscribe. There's also <laughs> someone on Twitter who has that and has yet has a single follower. What a waste! What a waste! Yeah. I will confess, I got that from uh, the subreddit DM Dad Jokes. Oh, nice. It's very good. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah. So um, uh, Rain has kept the the Space Suds um, contact info to herself uh, up until now, but she seems relatively amenable to, to she's like, okay. And she shares it with you. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, the Space Suds brand executives I've talked to in the past, they're all, um, Jabubnans, and that might be an issue for you. Why is that? Uh, Jabubnans are really difficult to communicate with. Oh, like you have to communicate with them psychically? No, no, not, not nothing like that. But uh, they they know common. They 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 speak and such. But uh, it's more of a lingo thing. They mm-hmm. they should be able to understand you, but you might need to improvise a bit when talking to them. If you're anything like me, you you won't enjoy it at all. Okay, good to know. Um. Clinton and Amu at Talagra. Yeah, let me, uh, speaking of those two dorks, uh, let me see what they know about. What are they called? Jabotmans? Jabubnans. J-U-B-U-B-N-A-N-S for the plural. So who are you asking, Hecubino? I'll ask uh, Quentin and uh, Amu what they know about Jabubnance. Quentin, why don't you give me a culture check? And Amu, why don't you give me a life science check? Do I even need to? Uh, I mean, sure. That's fair enough. Yeah. I got a 20. They sound like frogs. (laughs) Jabubnance. They are frog people. Are they? Yes. Rock! Man, I gotta learn about Pathfinder before I start making stupid jokes. This is Starfinder, though. Quiet, same, same. Yeah. If you If you come in with a knowledge of Pathfinder, I think you'll do pretty well. Yeah, there's some pretty good, there's a good amount of crossover. Jabubnin. Uh, so, um, let's see here. Amu, 
you know that Jabubnins are unipedal frog people about 1.5 meters tall, so like five foot-ish. Their one foot is webbed and connected to their one extremely strong leg that they use to hop around. Uh, They're also excellent swimmers. Um, Quentin, culturally, they're reclusive. Uh, They're not very outgoing at all, so not too much is known about them, uh, except that they prefer, like, humid, hot climates. And they mostly stick to their own. All right. I will put in a call. Um, They don't take... They'll accept a message. I will say... Hey, Space Uds, uh, execs, hey, Cubino here, um, with a good idea on how you can save yourself a bounty hunter salary. Hit me back, but not like that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so you get an immediate back. response from a, like, very low-level AI that's like, you left a message. Did you want to schedule an appointment? I'll say yes. Awesome. You wanted to schedule an appointment. Is that right? Yes. All right. Do you, if you know your party's 19-digit extension, please enter it now. I'll uh, bring Quentin over. The 19, we have the 19-digit extension. Oh, wait. One 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 one. Not not our. That's not like a matriculation of us. That's like if we're trying to find a person in particular in their system. Correct. Yes. Okay. 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 Did that Rain give us that information? Well, she didn't. But you could ask her for it right now. Hey, Rain. Do you know our the extension of our person in up space odds? Oh, she pulls out her data pad and hands it to you. Yep, there's one. Okay. One one one. Your appointment is confirmed. Uh, please be on time. On time means early. Meet on the planet Arshalan. And there are coordinates for their corporate headquarters. Uh, Quentin, since you've been doing some digging in this and you're particularly good at it, why don't you give me a culture check? Culture check? Culture check. I've got culture and I can check. Well, in this particular case, the DC is actually five lower for you due to your uh, theme. 24. Excellent. Which would be a 29 for anybody else. So um, Space Suds is a brand name. It's not actually the name of a corporation. Uh, The corporation in question is Doctor and Scramble. They're a genetic research slash biotech slash personal hygiene slash domestic cleaners slash industrial lubrication and waste removal slash advanced weaponry corporate entity. They're, oh. uh, they're owned by Omnicorp, uh, as you've mentioned before, which is a massive holdings and investment company that doesn't really mean anything in and of itself. Like to say something's owned by Omnicorp has virtually no meaning. Um, But uh, Omnicorp, so dedicated to corporate transparency, we're completely invisible, Omnicorp. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why would you want to decide if you might get it wrong? Omnicorp. And yeah, Which sure enough. convenient whether you like it or not. Omnicorp. <laughs> so uh, Arshalan is uh, actually the corporate headquarters of uh, Doctor and Scramble. So Arshalan is a planet. Uh, Bob, you can quickly type it in as soon as it comes up. Yeah. Um, it's it's out in the vast, meaning it's it's not in Pack World space. It's somewhere else, um, uh, and not in near space either. Not where like the Viscarium is, or like a common trade route. It's a it's a different area altogether, um, and uh, it's a marsh planet. Um, you'll need to use the drift drive to get there, but it's on a known route, so you definitely could. Okay, I'll share this information with everybody. It's kind of moist there, so um, make sure that we've got boots. Okay, step Ooh. one, we get those uh, long, long-range comms fixed. Step two, uh, we head over there. And in the meantime, everybody who's not working on those two things uh, is working on the uh, grassroots OmniNet uh, campaign. Should we try uh, reaching reach out to the uh, Talos's parents? Sure. All right. Uh, you don't have the long-range comms oh, enabled right. yet. So you could send them a message via, like, the infosphere, and it'll get to them eventually, but... No, eh, worth a shot for now. All right, what message do you leave? This is uh, the squeaky clean. Wanted to see if you still wanted to continue our deal and had any uh, leverage or ideas going forward. We'd be happy to work with you. All right. And who is that addressed to? Oh, uh, God. What's her name? Mrs. Tallis. Beth. Beth. Beth on Akaton. The only Beth on Akaton. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. What else do you guys do? Work on project. Get the fans really angry. Bob's plotting in. Yeah, Bob's plotting in the uh, course so that we can go at maximum speed that our drift drive will allow us. And when we're ready to depart, we will depart. So drift drives are, you know, if you've seen like Battlestar Galactica or something like that. They're they're moving uh, non-linearly through space, so um, they they move through an alternate dimension. Technically, that is like uh, uh, it co-ops other pieces of planes. Uh, if you want to get right down into the planar mechanics of it, but uh, the better your coordinate projections, the less time it should take. Okay. It'll still be measured in hours, basically, no matter what you do. Hours to days. Hopefully hours. Okay. I'll plug all that stuff in. Why don't you give me a piloting check? I will give you a piloting check. 34. Nice. You think you can get the team there in four hours? That is excellent time. It should take us about four hours to get there. Uh, in the meantime, while we're hopping through uh, al- alternate space, um, I, Skritik and I can continue to work on the uh, on the long range communication. Let's go, uh, Rain. You want to tag along, or can we drop you somewhere? 
Uh, sure, I'll tag along. I'm not up for talking to Jibubnans, though. That's, that's fine. We'll handle it. Uh, she basically passes out. Okay. We will probably actually just take her to the med bay. That seems like the place where she should be. Sounds reasonable. We can take care of her. Um, you set her up with like an IV drip and such? Yeah. Good. Uh, hopefully something to help push any uh, remnants of the venom sticks out as well. Absolutely. Hopefully something to push out all the stuff we did to her earlier. That too. Good stuff. All right. So then uh, you guys set course for Arshalin, the marsh planet of Doctor and Scramble, the owners of the brand Space Suds. Uh, and you plot your course, jump it, push it into the jump drive, or excuse me, the drift drive. And uh, you have four hours on your hands real quick. No more than like one or two sentences. What do you do, Vangi? Uh, I'm gonna just gonna try to like glue myself to social media and uh, monitor, look for ideas, stir up trouble. Going along with that, Quentin, foment dissent. Uh, see if I can find anybody online who will work cheap and send out bots. Get all the social media people on our side. We Sounds good. Amu. Uh, spend time translating the uh, message. Learning Infernal, Learning Infernal, which you already had a uh, language open, so and you're a fast learner. Sounds good. Uh, let's go with Bob. Working on the long-range communications. Yep. Skritic. Open Bob. And Hecubino. Hecubino will work on a uh, statement that simultaneously uh, seems like uh, makes us seem like gracious losers while also um, stoking the fans into a fervor. Nice. Uh, is there a, let's see, can you give me either one line from it or is there a particular skill check you want to make? Um, I could probably do both. Basically, um, we regret that we only got this one chance to make you smile and to root for the underdogs is kind of the, the crux of it, right? Obviously hinting that if there was another chance, well, that'd be great. Nice. All um, right. Give me a give me an our diplomacy check, please. Okay. Can I convince you to do a bluff check instead? Since I'm trying to like absolutely sneak in some check. meaning here. Okay. For sure. That is totally fine. Well, I botch. All right. Well, you're you're transparent in your aims, mm. but the, like you've got your friends uh, boosting you with 
uh, Quentin's 10,000 accounts, of which that one uh, conspiracy theorist has identified 6,000 of them. It's like, Mm -hmm. I think that these 6,000 accounts all belong to Quentin. That's okay. Uh, But it doesn't matter. Um, And uh, Vangie as well. And, you know, there's some real earnestness to your plea regardless uh, that that comes across. So um, with that, uh, you guys pass the the four hours um, en route to uh, the Arshalan planet uh, of Doctor and Scramble. And uh, you are able to basically stay occupied the whole time without uh, wallowing in the misery of recent disqualification. Uh, mm-hmm. For Skritic and... Actually, give me an engineering check, Bob. Engineering check coming up. And, 23. Uh, 23. Skritic, go ahead and give me one as well, actually, now that I think about it. All righty. Your DC is lower than your assisting. But, oh. Okay. So it winds up being Bob assisting Skritic. Um, so, uh, for the two of you, why don't you guys have a quick scene in vacuum, uh, uh, while you're, you're still within like the drift oval that protects you from, you know, going off into a random plane of existence, uh, and you're making repairs to the ship, just the two of you. All right. Bob's walking, uh, unencumbered with his, uh, magnetic boots, uh, since he doesn't have to breathe. And, um, is walking along up to the panel and, uh, just having Skritic, uh, hand me the tools and double checking my work as we, uh, continue to repair the, uh, the piece. This was, uh, not something I was expecting when I signed up for this, this race. And so I was expecting a lot of things when I signed up. You think we're going to get back into it? <laughs> uh, I mean, as long as we keep flying, I don't know that I really care, but uh, all we can do is try. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy flying and I enjoy flying in space a heck of a lot more than, than for flying on uh, the home world. Yeah. Well, I've got to find a, I've got to find a way to get money so I don't have to go back and go back to being a taxi driver. I mean, more or less the same. I'm not necessarily concerned about the financial situations, but pretty much a lot of things cost money. So, yeah. Yeah. And we'll continue to, to work on the, uh, on the system. Nice. All right. Uh, so you uh, are able to complete your repairs uh, by the time you arrive at our Shalin. Nice. We so, we high we fi- high five each other as the credits roll. <laughs> cool. So after a, a stressful uh, several hours of disqualification and wondering if there's any possible way out. Um, you guys see your your last remaining hope, the marsh planet of Arshalan, 
um, as it is steadily being devoured by the Hexus industrial recycler units that are raising through its forest and wetlands for the raw material used by Dr. and Scramble. And we will leave off there as you dock uh, in their corporate HQ. Ah, down with the bourgeoisie. Uh, that'll wrap it up for this uh, installment of Critical Hit. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you have any questions, drop them. Uh, drop us a line. Podcast at Majorspoilers.com. If you want to hear what happens next, make sure you head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Majorspoilers. Until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls, whether they be physical or virtual, are Critical Hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.